Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. To Wine and Crime, the podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst horrible cold-infested voices. Yeah. <laughs> Kenyon just gave us all a cold right before leaving yep. Minnesota. Peacing the parting gift. The equivalent of farting in the car right before you get out. Yep. yep. Bay. With all the windows. Thanks up. for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> Toot. In February. <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, God. You're welcome. It's not what her farts sound like. (laughs) Poot, poot. (laughs) Poot, poot. (laughs) Um, so we have been doing a crazy amount of stuff since our last time recording, and honestly, it feels a little bit weird to be back in our normal recording setup. I don't yeah. get it. What is happening? Like, we literally... It's not really normal on my end, though. Oh, yeah. Or mine. I don't have internet yet, so I'm not recording yeah. at my house. Oh, that's true. Me neither. Okay. Well, I'm back to my normal setup. We've... Okay. Oh, good since, for you. Since our last recording, we went to CrimeCon. We did a live mm-hmm. show at CrimeCon. Uh, that mm-hmm. has been released as Patreon bonus content. So if you donate on Patreon.com at any tier level even one dollar a month then you have full access to that um Mm -hmm. we did our minneapolis live show which was a fucking amazing so Um, fun and that was released last week's episode um what else did we do we had my bridal shower my bachelorette party yep Lucy themed bachelorette. Yeah. Yep. They came to visit me in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yeah, we I'm had a current I'm currently on a Navajo reservation in New Mexico on wow. my honeymoon. So Amazing. it's been a whirlwind of Amanda This moved. is in the last month, you guys. Yep. I moved. This has been like, in the last three and a half weeks. That's insane. Yep. <clears throat> and I've had three and a half emotional breakdowns in yeah. that time. It's I, been great. And I witnessed three nice. of them. Mm-hmm. Good to cap it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Proud of you. It's good. Okay. Crying on the toilet is my new morning happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> take insulin, flick bean, cry on the toilet, take a bath. Cry on the toilet, take bath. <laughs> take Amazing. vitamins. Amazing. Um, yeah, so we're back, and we have a really special episode this week uh, to kind of get over the postpartum of crime con and live showness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we mm-hmm. saved a really special episode topic for this week, which is... Black Widows. Yes. Um, So, Amanda, what is our wine crime pairing for Black Widows? The pairing this week is Fink's Widow Sparkling White Wine Mm -hmm. from Fink Wine Club. It's so good. (laughs) Yeah. I ordered it every month twice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What else is so good? Wink Wine Club. Yes. And if you're new to the show and you haven't heard us 
beat this beautiful dead horse every week. Uh, Wink is an online wine club that allows you to partake in amazing varieties of wine from all over the world. You can head over to trywink.com. That's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C.com forward slash gals. If it's your first time visiting the website, it's going to prompt you to take this little like flavor quiz so they can match expertly some wines that are going to fit most with what you like. And if you don't know what you like, this is a really good way to find out what you like. And if they do a terrible job, which I haven't seen them do, you can be like, screw this. I'm not going to get any of these wines and just peruse Mm -hmm. their giant inventory of wine that changes like every month. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Fuck the man. I'm doing my own wine pairings. Well, also, I like to put like the same, like the Rogue Admiral cab. I've put that in my box like. 10 times Mm -hmm. because I love it so much (laughs) yeah um so they're always like try something new and I'm like don't tell me how to live my life (laughs) that's when I just Um, pop in an extra (laughs) bottle in my cart and be like nah I need five okay yeah and when you do put four or more bottles in your cart they take care of the shipping and if you use our forward slash gals trywink.com forward slash gals landing page you get 20 bucks off of your first order so when I first ordered from wink using that promo code I got five bottles of wine for like $25. $25. It was crazy cheap and it was sent to me. Uh, it goes to your house or you can set a, a drop off spot for it that's a little bit more convenient for you. And it's awesome. <coughs> Walgreens. <coughs> <coughs> Pick up your prescriptions and your preparation H and your wine. <laughs> so let's talk about this bottle for a minute. It is a fresh, bright field blend of Chenin Blanc. Yum, yum, yum forever. Yum. Chardonnay. Mm. But. Chardonnay is actually used really often in sparkling wine, and um, this blend particularly creates a crisp and dry wine, and it has little notes of pineapple and peach, so it has like a little fruitiness, but it's not gonna be a sugar bomb. It's not sweet. It finishes nice and dry. Mm-hmm. Um, the field blend of Chenin Blanc and Chardonnay was produced by picking each varietal really early in the season, so before it has any opportunities to like fully sweeten up and develop and ripen completely that also helps it not be so uh, sweet in the bottle and then it uses what's called the charmat method to add the beloved sparkle and brightness and freshness so we're going to talk about what oh, this method is i've heard of this before mm-hmm. so the, the charmat method, method is a method of fermentation um it's a secondary fermentation process so after the first round of the grapes in barrels or whatever vessel the winemaker wants to use to get the desired taste they take the not finished product out of those barrels and put them in stainless steel tanks and here carbonation occurs um just biologically and then it's just from like the decomposition of sugar and added yeast all of this chemistry and science and there's no way to know Mm -hmm. and then there's carbonation Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) this this uh process was developed to ferment sparkling wines faster and in larger quantities by doing it in a big stainless steel vessel because before it would do a second round of fermentation in its own bottle so individual bottles would have to be stored in a particular way so that fermentation could continue in the bottle before it was distributed Mm. so that's sometimes that's used still in small batches of wine but you can see how that would be like a really arduous process to create that sparkling effect in just individual bottles. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that I thought that was kind of cool. And then I just wanted to go over some 
weighs the way you're actually supposed to open sparkling wine because the owner of the restaurant that I work at, his wife, who is Brazilian and beautiful and adorable and funny, um, bartended briefly for like a hot second at a bar shortly after moving to the United States and had only seen sparkling wine opened in movies? Oh God! Oh no! Did, so oh my God. tell me she used a you saber. Were supposed Did she to use a saber <laughs> before you open it? Oh my so God! So she took the bottle out and shook it. It opened it and it exploded, <laughs> and she did not bartend anymore. So. <laughs> that reminds me of my anecdote. My grandmother was not uh, that proficient of a driver, and um, mm-hmm. we're clearly related. <laughs> Runs and in the, the family, whole, yeah. huh? <laughs> And she she thought that speed bumps meant that you had to speed to get over them. Mm. So every time she saw a speed bump, she would just like floor it. Wasn't it your grandma who told me that any stop signs that were outlined in white were optional? My yep. aunt thought that. Legit thought that. Yeah. Yep. She. Yep. No more people in your family are allowed to drive. Also, okay. I'm pretty sure I, all stop signs are trimmed with white. I don't know. Yeah. No, not all of them. Oh. I've noticed this before. Also, I feel like stop signs that are on like commercial property, such as in a mall or in a Target parking lot, those are optional. Mm. No, they're not. That's my rule. All stop signs <laughs> are required. It's just like, keep an eye no. out. No. Listeners, write no. to us with which stop signs are no, optional. No, don't. Don't write to us with that. No. Okay, here's how you open a bottle of sparkling. Remove the foil completely, throw it out. There's a wire cage over the cork. You loosen the wire cage. There's like a little small wire, quote unquote, key that's pressed up against the neck of the bottle at the bottom of the wire cage that encloses the cork. So you turn that key to loosen the cage. You take off the cage very gently because sometimes you could wiggle the cork when you're taking the cage off. So this process is kind of like diffusing a bomb. Mm-hmm. Oh, twice I've had that cork shoot out the mm-hmm. moment that cage was off. It scares mm-hmm. the shit out of mm-hmm. me. I don't know why. Yep. It's, it's not for the weak hearted. Get you in the eye. Well, I don't know why it happens so often. Yeah, I know. Well, you're too aggressively turning that key, I would say. I guess. It's because um, I shook it beforehand, mm, probably. Mm. Idiot. After the cage is off, highly recommend taking a dish towel, putting it over the bottle, over the cork, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you use the towel to kind of get leverage and you very slowly twist the cork and ease it out. You technically don't want to make a big crazy pop because you don't want so much like carbonation and air to escape that then the uh, wine starts to overflow out of the bottle. Like the bigger pop you have, the more of like an unease there probably is in the bottle as you're opening it. I've heard that you have a little more control over it if you hold the cork in place and twist the bottle. Yep, you can do that too. It's sometimes a little bit harder, uh, but as you get more used to it, that's a great way to do it, is to just put your thumb on top of the cork and grip it with the rest of your hand and then take the bottle in your left hand and twist the bottle. You can definitely do that, and they do that a lot in restaurants, but that can take a little bit of practice. I'm a hand mm-hmm. towel method so. girl. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then just to avoid like crazy foamy overflow when you pour into your champagne flute or your fucking patriarchy wine glass, just pour like an inch of wine into the glass first, wait a little bit for the bubbles to go down and then just continue filling it. So that'll help. 
Okay. Wow. Are we ready to exact this method in real time? Oh, we're ready. Yes. Get that dish towel. Just kidding. I already took, I have the dish towel, but I did already remove the cage. So all we got to do is pop. Oh, 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 nice, nice champagne pop. Struggle bus pop. Sparkling wine, <laughs> sorry, not champagne. Yeah, it's technically not champagne because mm-hmm. it didn't come from Champagne, France. Mm-hmm. Duh. California. Kenyan's hometown. <laughs> Love it. Nice. All anyway, right. there we go. Cheers. 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 Um, La, what is our background in psych for Black Widows? I'm especially excited for this background in psych. Yeah. Maybe we should also mention, like, what the term Black Widows means, which I'm sure you're going to cover. I mean, what the term Black Widows means is the majority of my background. Awesome. (laughs) Perfect. Um, Okay, so a Black Widow as a literary trope is the man-eater, the woman whose numerous husbands and boyfriends just keep dying. Oh, What's going on? how strange. There's a plague. Hmm. <laughs> she is crafty, manipulative, conniving, and seductive. Mm. Ooh la la. According to my favorite website, tvtropes.com. .org.edu. .edu. Her methods may vary, but she favors poisoning her lovers. Mm. Because, duh, women like a clean death, don't we all? Yeah. But also, it's a little. More than necessary. Well, okay. Thank you for a lovely segue into the sexism behind this because the wife is, of course, the one to to prepare the husband's meals, who cleans up Mm -hmm. afterwards. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so, some major fucking patriarchy shit going down, but it's also really fascinating. But also, like, I would not trust my husband to thoroughly clean up a, a, pu- a pile of puddle of blood. Absolutely not. A pile of blood. Watching no. Zach trying to make the bed is so fucking painful because he's so proud of himself, and it just looks like it looks like Josie tried to make the bed. Like, it's just so off. Do you have thumbs? Yeah, I just like, <laughs> don't you remember how the bed looked this morning when it was made properly? Just do that. <laughs> Keep trying until it looks make like my that. Bed. I never made my bed. <laughs> the last time my bed was made was when Kenyon was here. I And Kenyon made it. And Kenyon made <laughs> it. I don't, like, I'm not like a crazy person. I don't make it every day, but like a couple uh, times. Sure you're not. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. I did clean Amanda's house, like from top to yeah. bottom. <laughs> yeah. She you're did. a good friend. She likes to organize random shit in random cubby holes that I just disorganized within moments of her leaving yeah and she's like don't worry i made you a spreadsheet so you can put it back just how i had it yeah and i'm like bonfire kindling (laughs) (laughs) whatever i try okay okay uh black widow the spider is uh latrodectus which is a genus of spiders in the wait for it the ridid did day family nailed it <laughs> i'm fluent in latin you guys yeah you are um so this family is known as widow spiders because of their penchant for sexual cannibalism the females of this family are usually darker and glossier than the males with with reddish markings on their bellies, whereas the males have these markings on their butts. 
Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. Oh, I love it. Okay. Female widow spiders have larger venom glands, and their bites are way more harmful, though rarely fatal. Like if you. Mm-hmm get medicine for it mm-hmm. but like male widow spiders are like uh get off me i'm gonna stomp on you now um a, f- um, a friend of ours got bit by a spider in his backyard here and he didn't see what kind of spider it was but his arm like his entire forearm swolled up like three times its normal size and turned like black up Ick. Yeah. yep well that could have been from an infection from the wound itself also True. Also, do you guys remember the movie Arachnophobia? Didn't see it, but yes. Isn't Brendan Fraser in that? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe But maybe. It's so good. If you haven't seen it, see it. Uh, The cannibalistic sex thing is a little misleading because this type of behavior was mostly recorded in a lab where the males couldn't escape. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, of course, she ate him. He was being real annoying. Yeah, she didn't get her me time. That's totally oh fair. God. I told valid. you to get out. I have nearly killed over that exact situation, mm-hmm. so I get yeah. it. Yeah, yep. Uh, this is my favorite little detail. Male widow spiders can sense certain chemicals in the female's web to determine if she's hungry or full. So... That will impact whether he like approaches her sexually. Oh my god! If she's full, he'll be like, oh, "Okay, maybe I can get my dick wet without being eaten." <laughs> but if she's hungry, he like runs away. I love it. I can't. I, I identify am... very strongly with that. This is me. <laughs> I know. Your next tattoo should be a black widow with markings <gasps> on your belly. Oh, that's a good idea. Done. Um, in the late 90s, there was an FBI investigation called Operation Black Widow that infiltrated the Mexican-American criminal organi- organization called Nuestra Familia. Oh, I've heard of that. Which mostly moves coke, heroin, weed, and meth around California and both inside and outside of prisons. Mm-hmm. So they're a really big organization. By 2001, 22 members of Nuestra Familia were indicted on RICO charges. So if you recall... Our organized crime episode, we oh, talked yeah. about RICO, which stands Racketeering for Racketeering or whatever. Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organization Act. Right, that, 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 that. That, 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 that. The FBI believed at the time that Nuestra Familia was responsible for at least 600 murders in the pe- previous 30 Holy years. Whoa. Buckets. <clears throat> All right. So they're not fucking around. They're kind of dangerous. Um, speaking of the FBI, the organization considers black widows, like female, females who kill their lovers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to fall under the category of serial murderers, saying that, quote, financial gain is a motivation in which the offender benefits monetarily from killing. Examples of these types of crimes are black widow killings, robbery homicides, or multiple killings involving insurance or welfare fraud. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. They... They're like serial killers. Cool. Um, black black widows is a term used for Chechen female suicide bombers. I almost did also. that as my case, but then I was like, no, I want to do a legit one. Yeah, there's a lot. This this 
was kind of weird. I went a little down the rabbit hole with these Chechen female suicide bombers. Mm-hmm. Oh, AKA That's so specific. AKA AKA <laughs> Shahid <laughs> Shahid <laughs> which is AKA which is a Russian feminine gender derivation from Shahid, which is Quranic Arabic word for witness and usually means a person who died fulfilling a religious commandment. For example, a violent jihad. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Many of these women are actually widows of men killed by Russian forces in Chechnya, or so they would have you think. Okay. Uh, There have also been claims that these women have been sold by their families or even tricked or kidnapped into being martyrs. Oh, great. So there's human trafficking for martyrdom and jihad. Yeah. Yeah, I've also found suggestions, unsurprisingly, of these women being raped and drugged into cooperation. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are just probably fucking forced into it because the bombs are usually detonated by remote anyway, so that requires no skill or training, so they're just... They're just they're strapped just, on and sent off somewhere and then mm-hmm. blown yeah. up. That exactly. said, some so, of them probably are willing participants. I imagine there's a mix. Probably, yeah. I'm sure... Oh, well, yeah, I'm sure there's a mixture. But to... I mean, they're all referred to as black widows, which mm. implies, like... You know these valiant victims suicide bombers. Yeah. Well, yeah, not victims themselves. No, but yeah, victims they're, like, themselves. They're doing it on purpose. If they've been widowed, you know, mm. then you're more likely to feel some empathy for them and their cause. I, yeah, it's like it's like more this thought of like vengeance and very purposeful. Like I'm gonna, you know get back at you Tit for, for killing tag. my husband but in in reality i would bet that the majority of them were coerced into it mm. in some way so interesting interesting um if you find yourself being coerced into some sort of violent <laughs> jihad or if yeah. you, you might have a number of lovers who have wound up dead yeah, <laughs> and you, or if, or if you, you have been bitten by a black widow spider and you never really recovered, sexual cannibalism, uh-huh. then you, you might, might be interested in talk space. Get yourself some fucking talk space. Yes, Talkspace space is an <laughs> online therapy company that matches you with a licensed, qualified, practiced, mm-hmm, qualified mm-hmm. therapist that you can talk to. Digitally. Yeah. yeah. Not in person. It's really great. No pants required. Yeah. No pants. No bra. No traffic. Text from the toilet. I do it all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. I no just face when, to face social anxiety. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When an anxious or just like all around abusive thought comes into my head, I have like really started to feel myself reaching for my phone to just open my Talkspace app mm-hmm. and message my therapist, Emily, and she has office hours that she gets back to me within, but they're typically like regular nine to five throughout the day. And I hear from her every single day. Uh, she'll even check in with me over the weekend. So I, I got really lucky. I have an amazing therapist and I totally love this service. And when I'm feeling good, I don't need to check in as much. And when I'm not feeling so good, I'll check in extra. And um, if you have you know stuff come up in your life or one or both of you are traveling or whatever, you can suspend your account <laughs> so you're not getting 
uh, charged for a week or so that you're not using. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. It's great. And it's unlimited. So, I mean, you can mm-hmm. message your therapist as much as you need, which can fluctuate. Um, and they they will respond, you know, during their office hours. But it's it's a mm-hmm. flat fee for unlimited therapy in the month, which is pretty amazing. Um, and also, if you're a crier like me, it's a little Hi. bit less awkward <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to do that via text or voice uh-huh. memo. Because uh-huh. for sure, when I used to walk in traditional therapy appointments, it was just like the moment I sat down, even if I didn't have anything that emotional to talk about, like even if it was <laughs> like just like I, I'm procrastinating on my to-do list, I'd just be like yeah. sobbing. I don't know why. Yeah. I think... The office itself is like a Pavlov reaction. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I find talk um, space less emotionally taxing and just more beneficial. So those tiers start at $32 a month. And if you want to get $30 off your first month of talk space, go to talkspace.com forward slash gals yeah. and get matched up with a therapist. Get going. It's amazing. Treat your brain. You won't be sorry. Treat your brain. I love it. And now a word from our other sponsor. Care of, which is a monthly subscription vitamin service made from effective quality ingredients personally tailored to your exact needs. So, um, as you probably know, even when you try to maintain a healthy diet plus a lot of wine, um, it can be hard to get all of the nutrients that your body needs for long term health. They're grapes. <laughs> so, uh, care of <laughs> <It's fun. laughs> care of makes it easy with a fun online quiz. It's actually fun. It's very well graphically designed. Um, it is. Oh, their website is yeah. gorgeous. I love um, it. Which makes it really easy to figure out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. So basically, you type in like you know, oh, I need something for low energy. I want something for like mm-hmm. skin health. Whatever helping you sleep yeah. or if you're a vegetarian you need a little supplement to help with that um it's very tailored to you um so yeah the quiz asks about your diet your health goals your lifestyle choices and then it uses your answers to create a personalized vitamin pack just for you mm-hmm. your subscription box includes individually wrapped packets with your specific vitamins and your supplements for easy grab and go i love it i have my little box right above my sink I grab my packet every morning Mm -hmm. they also have a cute little quote or like suggestion or idea on every little packet Mm -hmm. so yeah it's inspirational it's like a fortune cookie yeah um so you receive a 30-day supply shipped right to your door it's it's perfect it's very convenient and I feel like my uh my trial started at just the right time because I definitely took the quiz it was super fun and easy but I was very like energy focused because I found myself so lethargic Mm -hmm. and these starting these vitamins especially in the two weeks before I moved was like the absolute best thing for me I felt I honestly did feel better I felt more alert I felt more ready for my day when I got up and like less reliant on my giant cup of coffee Mm -hmm. in the morning I would just (laughs) like Lucy did I put the vitamins above my sink in my bathroom so when I go in to brush my teeth I just see them right there I have a little cup of water they're down the hatch it's done it's ready to go I don't even have to think about it for the rest of the day this has definitely weaned me off of gummy vitamins which were the (laughs) only vitamins I ever took and I just didn't know anything about them so the quiz was really nice because it just kind of teaches you how to do vitamins in the easy adult way to do vitamins. So I highly recommend it. (laughs) So for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit 
takecareof.com and enter promo code GALS. So that's takecareof.com, T-A-K-E-C-A-R-E-O-F.com, promo code GALS, G-A-L-S. And that gets you 25% off your first month. It's amazing. Treat your body. Treat your health. Your gut. Treat your gut. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I don't know why I decided to torture myself by doing another Ugh, French case. Can you torture case. us? But because you're suggesting, <laughs> here we are. It is your hometown. Um, yourself. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> it was places no. we've lived. Not even close. It's, that's not. Kenyon was born in Normandy, hometown. France. Okay, I'm moving on. Um, it probably subconsciously had something to do with with Black Widows and Veuve Clicquot, because we're doing like yes. a sparkling wine, and Veuve Clicquot is a champagne, and Veuve means sure, widow. okay, yes. So anyway, kind of subconscious, kind of got all mixed up in my brain. So uh, my case is. La Veuve Noire. Can I make one side comment? Yes. The Veuve, the Veuve Clicquot estate as champagne makers, they were the ones that yeah. invented the method that Amanda was mentioning. That is oh, true. That's a good tidbit. Okay. Yeah. Love me some Veuve. Um, okay, mm-hmm. so my case. I'm going to say her name in Thank a Minnesotan God. way. The good. The correct way. Patricia DeGorn. Patty D. <laughs> Patty D. Patty D. <laughs> um, Patty D has been dubbed the Black Widow of the Ooh. Riviera. The Black Widow oh, of yeah. Mendota Heights. Um, <laughs> 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 um, at the time of her arrest, uh, Patricia was 54 years old, a spring chicken, compared to her boyfriends, most of whom were in their Good 80s and Lord. 90s. She's not a black Whoa. widow. They just died of old age. <laughs> Case <laughs> over. She had a fetish she for, just for yeah. women on the brink of death. Special yeah. thanks this week. <laughs> you do you, Patty D. <laughs> okay. Not much is known about this murderous seductress, um, other than the fact that she graduated from law school, was divorced, and had two uh, adult children with her ex-husband. Okay. Okay? Perfect. Um, Her defense attorneys would later claim that she also had a negligent mother um, and had been raised in foster care from the age of six. Mm. She was definitely in foster care for a time, but how long she was in the system is kind of debated. Okay, poor Patty. Um, okay. <clears throat> poor Patty, but also she's a monster. Well, sure. It's like the beginning of the horror movie when everything is going well, and I get to like the characters, mm-hmm. and then it all goes south. Yeah. Don't go into that room What alone. year was this? This is recent. This is like 2011 to 2012. Whoa. Okay. Um... Defense attorneys also claim that Patricia, for some reason, felt more comfortable around the elderly because of yeah. her upbringing. Interesting. Which, like, 
okay, but what? But also, who feels comfortable Her upbringing the in a funeral home. <laughs> in hospice care. Um, okay. She has been described in the press as, quote, a perverse narcissist, hmm. like our president. Um, I get it. <laughs> venal and unscrupulous. I had to look up venal. It means, like, really into money and easily coerced and persuaded by money. Okay, it sounds... Uh-huh, yeah. also like our president. Yeah, it sounds like a venereal disease. <laughs> yeah. Venere- <laughs> venereal and unscrupulous. Um, <laughs> no wonder her yeah. husband's died. <laughs> Actually, venereal probably would be fitting, and we will get to oh, it. No. Um Oh, She's geez. also been called a manipulator with a calculating mind. Um, and perhaps worst of all, quote, a flirty blonde. Oh, no. <laughs> How could you? Well, yep. Kenyon's fucked. I am fucked. Although every photo I found of her, she had brown hair. So I don't know what the fuck was up with that. But Weird. People call me blonde, too. I'm like, oh, okay. It's so weird. Okay. No one makes that so, mistake with me. <laughs> Where's that blue hair little hoe? <laughs> blue hair little hoe. <laughs> what up, Nancy um, Grace? You guys, I saw a dog yesterday that looked just like Nancy Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Did oh it have God. a bump in? Like if, like if Nancy Grace was a like a golden retriever. Were a dog like mixed with a barrel. Nancy Grace is like, a, like a barrel-shaped <laughs> dog she's with like wonky a drunk eyes. Teacup Yorkie. Yeah, it's really bizarre. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, like if someone inflated that, yeah. like a mm-hmm. blimpy doll. Yeah. That's what this dog was, it. and it like was equally aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Patricia's mo was pretty classic. Uh, starting in 2011, she began to flit around the Côte d'Azur. Mm, I hate you. <laughs> say it the right way. How do you Côte? Cote d'Azur? How do you say it? Cote d'Azur. Cote d'Azur. Cote d'Azur. As well as the French Alps, meeting uh, well-off elderly men through matchmaking agencies. Mm, Match.com. Yeah. Small online dating advertisements in newspapers. Nice. Um, Or simply approaching them on the street. There we go. That's the move. Hi. You look old and single. And rich. <laughs> I'm Patty D. Um, Bonjour. Bonjour. Bon Vux. John Bonjour. I just want to emphasize that Amanda's skill with foreign languages <laughs> is so profound that when we were in our dirndls at CrimeCon <laughs> attempting to speak German, she just kept saying gluten free and gluten free. Gluten tag, gluten free. Gluten free. <laughs> I nailed okay. it. It was amazing. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, one of these matchmaking agencies that she worked with uh, said that Patricia was very clear about the type of men she was interested in oh. being connected with. <laughs> Elderly. Uh, yeah. And wealthy. Yeah. She literally was like 82 plus <laughs> and, you know, retired with like this amount in the bank, basically. I it reminds that. me of the couple in Best in Show. And yes. she's like, we have a lot in common. We can talk for hours or not talk. Mm-hmm. We both like soup. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. I want soup. 
Okay. Mm. Um, she is also known to have attended cocktail and boating parties and was constantly scanning for new potential victims. Trolling. Mm -hmm. They see me trolling. They hating. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> After selecting her prey and earning their confidence, which took shockingly little amount of time, let me just say, men are really dumb. <laughs> like, come on. Sometimes it was like 48 hours later she was like getting all up in their business. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy. Good lord. Um, so she would I can't believe my luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How long has it been? Um, so uh, ageism is so funny. Um, okay, so Patricia would quickly move in with them and uh, begin to sneak Valium and other mind-altering and or tranquilizing drugs into their meals that she prepared oh for them. Okay. Oh, um, they can't she, handle that. No. Some of them were in their 90s. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And sometimes it was methadone. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, if you don't know, methadone is, like, a, it's what people use to, like, get off of heroin mm -hmm. addiction. Slash because it's, replace heroin. Yeah. Well, there are different types. I think it's types, still yes. an opiate. Yeah, um, and anyone has, who's seen Intervention is well aware of methadone. Yeah. Um, it's a very helpful and important medically assisted treatment for addiction and is absolutely. incredibly fully successful. Support, fully support methadone treatment. Yep. And it should be fully funded by the government. Yeah. Absolutely. Should not be feeding it to 90-year-olds nope. that are no. not addicted to heroin. Correct. Okay. <clears throat> so once they were sufficiently... Uh, discombobulated mm -hmm. uh, more more so than they already were at 90 um, she would persuade her wrinkly lovers to oh. sign over oh, okay. <laughs> okay. sign over checks change important documents uh, including their wills uh, all to benefit her no okay so she would literally meet them, and like two days later, she'd be living with them, making them meals, and already drugging them, and then like instantly being like, hey, I met you four days ago. Sign this. Change your will. Like, I mean, if no you're patience. cooking for me, I kind of get it. <laughs> Girl does not fuck around. No. no. She does no. not have time to waste. Mm -mm. She is on a timeline. Um <laughs> So, Patricia's first known victim was 85-year-old Francesco Filippone. Mm. Uh, Francesco had worked for decades as a successful construction boss and was now retired, fucking obviously. Because um, he's 900 years old. <laughs> <laughs> he's not lifting cinder blocks. No. I'm picturing my grandfather in a hard hat. It's like, no. Not helping. Um, <laughs> Oh, I like that image, though. Yeah. Oh, I love Poppy. Okay. Poppy in a hard so hat. In February 2011, uh, his body was found, quote, in an advanced state of decomposition. In no. his mm, mm, In his bathtub at his home outside of Cannes. <gasps> oh. Was the bathtub filled with water? Because that's a very different image. No. Oh. I don't think so. I think it was just his body dumped in a bathtub. I hope so, because... I read nothing about water or bloating or anything. Okay, float and float. Um, <clears throat> float and float. <laughs> float and float. On the estimated day of his death, 
uh, Patricia had cashed a check from Francesco for 21,000 euros, which is over $25,000. That's a lot. Which she claimed had been a gift intended to help her open her own jewelry shop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She cashed a check from him the day that she murdered him. Uh, investigators certainly didn't think that poor Francesco Filippone was alone. Mm. Patricia was also a suspect in the horrific death of Michel Neffel, uh, found lying in a pool of his own blood at his residential apartment in Nice in July 2011. Mm. Um, he was definitely the youngest of all of her, um... At only 79 Victims. years old? <laughs> no, he was in his mid-60s, so actually, like, he was only okay. 10 years older than her, but literally all the other ones were in their mid-80s mm -hmm. plus. Okay. Um, so Patricia had briefly lived with Michelle in exchange for providing him with sexual favors. Joy. Done, done less for worse. <laughs> <laughs> What's my motto? <laughs> done more for That's less. Done, done more for less. <laughs> That's your worse. next tattoo. I've given out plenty of HJs yeah. for the 85 plus. <laughs> I am extending their lives. Okay, so your next tattoo is a black widow with script. I've done more for less. For less. Done. <laughs> done. Amazing. I will do it. <laughs> okay. Um, she was on police radar for Michelle's murder, but investigators initially did not have enough evidence to charge her in that case. Mm -hmm. Classic. So they knew she'd been living there, and they knew it was kind of sketchy, but they didn't have any forensic evidence to like specifically link her to the murder, so mm -hmm. they just had to like let it go kind of for a while. The following year, Patricia assaulted 87-year-old Robert Mazzaro, a retired teacher, when he proved less pliable than she had hoped. Oh my God! Um, what does that mean? Jesus. <laughs> he was too poor. So, he was not limber enough. He wasn't flexible. Yeah. Oh my God. He wasn't into butt stuff, and she was pissed. Um, <laughs> I mean, the reach around. <laughs> so. Patricia had recently replied to Robert's appeal for companionship via a dating site, uh, responding, quote, Dear Robert, I am 50 years old, golden blonde, slim figure, uh, meter, she gave her height in meters, but who cares, five foot one uh, and 45 kilos. I've been divorced since, 20, or since 2005. I propose a common future together made of shared happiness, love, and tenderness for two. Um, Robert was overjoyed that a much younger woman was showing interest in him. She was 32 years his junior, I think, at this point. Nice. Um... And he quickly agreed to let Patricia live with him in the French Alps, Ugh. again, in exchange for sexual favors. But just days after she moved in, Robert's health underwent a rapid decline. Yep. Patricia uh. then tried to get him to sign over 215,000 euros Oof. from his bank account, in addition to the majority of his estate in the event of his death. Just days after moving in. This is wild. God. Uh, 
Despite being in a semi-conscious state, Robert had the wherewithal to refuse to sign the documents, which enraged Patricia. Oh, no. Good Robert. Good job, Robert. But yeah. poor Bobby, he about to, he about to get it. Well, hold on. Days later, police conducted... <laughs> he about to get it. Uh, days later, police conducted a welfare check at the request of Robert's adult daughter, who had grown concerned after she was unable to reach her father by phone for several days. So oh, she didn't God. live in the town, and she kept trying to call her dad, and yeah. he wasn't picking up, and that was unusual for him. And so she called the police and was like, hey, can you go check on him? He's 87. Yeah. Anything um, could happen. Yeah. They found him half naked, injured, and lying unconscious on the floor. Patricia oh was nowhere to be found. Of course. Quote from Robert. I picked her up from the gutter. I loved her. Oh, God. Three days of love almost cost me my life. No. Three. Okay. I mean, I'm all about <laughs> love at first sight, but like, Robert, come on, buddy. Robert. Bobby. Not victim blaming, but blaming a little bit. I mean, you. it's a little fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he later pressed charges against Patricia for theft, fraud, and sequestration involving an octogenarian. Oh, what? That's some fancy words. <coughs> Basically, like holding an 80 plus year old hostage. Okay. okay. Yeah. Is, is its own crime in France. Isolating, isolating an 80 year old. <laughs> yeah. God. Which is like, okay, I guess that makes sense. Can an 80-year-old isolating you and forcing you to look at photos <laughs> of their French Alps vacation also be its own crime? <laughs> Blurry Sequestration photos on their, like, <laughs> On their flip phone. <laughs> Sequestration by an octogenarian. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm right. I'm drafting legislation yep. right now. L later, when we <laughs> have time, I have an anecdote about Zach's deceased grandfather at talking to me at Thanksgiving, and it's pretty funny, right. but I don't want to oh tell it God. right now. Okay. Okay. Um, another surviving victim, 91-year-old widower and former sailor Robert Vaux, so different Robert. A lot of Roberts. Keep track. Yeah. <clears throat> Testified against Patricia at trial. Quote, she was like a ray of sunshine in winter. When you are with a younger woman, you know it won't last, but you don't deny yourself the moment unless you're a masochist. What is, uh, what is so <laughs> captivating like, about this woman? I don't know, but that's like the most French thing ever. It's like the most extra <laughs> yeah. thing ever. <laughs> You don't deny yourself the moment. The moment of pleasure when you're with a younger woman. Pleasure. Unless you're a masochist. Oh <laughs> okay. So dramatic. <laughs> He's 91. She's 54. What did you expect? Yeah. Of course okay. she's going to kill she's you. she's going to kill yeah. you and take your money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Duh. I'm sorry, but she is. There's no other she reasonable did. answer. <laughs> okay. Vo's doctor told him soon after Patricia moved in with him that he was, quote, in mortal danger oh because his God. health was declining so rapidly. Uh, meanwhile, Patricia was contacting a notary in order to be granted power of attorney uh -huh. over Robert's affairs. Uh-huh. This raised Vo's suspicions and saved his life. So basically the notary 
it's like a small town. The notary knew him, contacted him, and was like, hey, this random woman says that she needs power of attorney over you. Like, who is she? And he probably was like, she moved in on Saturday. And the notary was like, run for your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking I'm motor, no motor away for your life. Yeah, rascal scooter away for your life. <laughs> I hope your rascal is charged. Grab you have to your go. oxygen and go. <laughs> <laughs> Leave all oh. of your crocheted hand towels behind. Your doilies. <laughs> yeah. Your doilies. <laughs> your doilies, your trivets, your knickknacks. <laughs> your bric-a-brac. Your bric-a-brac. <laughs> your golf oh clubs. Leave it. <laughs> your 91-year-old golf clubs. Um, <laughs> your French press. <laughs> Okay, so throughout the course of the investigation, police discovered a locked suitcase filled with vials of Valium as well as personal and financial documents belonging to over a dozen wealthy elderly men in Patricia's possession. She was profiling. Oh, yeah. Brill. She had a plan. Yeah. Um, Police now suspect she may have targeted as many as 20 victims between just 2011 and 2012. Dang. So she was again Busy. no time to waste. Yeah, yeah. more Shit. than more than one a month. Yeah, almost two a month. Yeah. Um, for Gosh. her part, she was <laughs> on a schedule. We can yeah. barely record twice a month, let alone <laughs> yeah. like. Sounds exhausting. <laughs> Charm, sorry, rob, Patricia. and murder the elderly once a month. <laughs> like, that is well. Apparently, it's not that hard. Apparently, it's not. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. So for her part, Patricia denies all the charges and claims to have developed, quote, deep friendships with all of the men taking the stand against her. I have feelings, she said. (laughs) But her youngest son told a local newspaper that he is not surprised by the accusations leveled against his mother. Wow. Quote, she has always been obsessed with quick and easy money. She's been obsessed with money for as long as I can remember. Mm. Mm. Sounds about right. Uh, Patricia's half-brother also stated uh, suspicions that she may have contributed to the demise of her own mother Ooh. and his his stepmother. Yeah, they shared the same father. Mm. Um who suffered from Alzheimer's for years and whom Patricia allegedly plied with alcohol day in and day out until the woman died with a blood alcohol content of 0.3. Oh, wow. Which is over three times the legal limit to drive. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, like, fatal. That's scary shit. Well, clearly it's fatal, especially if you're elderly and you're compromised. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously it's fatal. But, like, even for a young, healthy person, yeah. that is fatal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she probably killed her own mother by just making her drink a whole Oof. bunch of alcohol. Ah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, her ex-husband, who, granted, uh, also served time in prison for fraud and may have been physically abusive. Hey, so nobody's like, not perfect. The- oh, wait, no, the abuse, no. <laughs> but the fraud. Just to the fraud. Just to the fraud. 
<laughs> I did. It came out of my mouth before <laughs> I heard you say abuse. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was abusive. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. No. No, no, no. He, granted, not a great guy, but he was of the same opinion. So even this guy was like, yeah, no, she was <laughs> this awful. This bitch is crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. During the trial, uh, which caused ins- a sensation in the press, uh, he showed reporters a suitcase of his ex-wife's clothes that he had kept, all of which were extravagant ball gowns, mm. some of which had never been worn, saying simply, quote, she liked sequins. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's perfect. <laughs> which I Exhibit want on my a. tombstone. She, she likes sequins. sequins. Kenyon Lang Cohen. <laughs> Case closed. 1987 to convicted of murder. 2085. What? There we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> 2019. Yeah, don't knock on wood. Okay, in January 2018, so this January, Patricia DeGorn was convicted of the murders of Francesco Filippone and Michelle Neffel. And sentenced to 22 years in prison. She had already previously been sentenced to five years in prison for the uh, attack on Robert Mazzaro. So I think those are supposed to be served concurrently. So at the same time? So I think at the same time. Okay. But I don't know. So 22 to 27 years in prison. And she's now what, in her late 50s, early 60s? Mid-50s. Mid-50s, okay. Well, she could survive and get out. Oh, yeah. And she is seeking an appeal. Of course. On the double murder conviction. So that is Patricia de Gorn, the Black Widow of the French Riviera. Patty D. That's a good one. Crazy Patty. Patty D. Mm -hmm. She (laughs) loved her sequins. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) She did love her sequins. God bless her. She wasn't perfect. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect. Problem is, she didn't even have time to wear all those ball gowns because she had to knock off two old men a month. <laughs> yeah. So tragic. Hard work. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. And now a word from our, no- our another sponsor. <laughs> our another. This makes widows really good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you have previously listened to this show, you've heard us talk about FrameBridge. Um, they make it super easy and affordable to custom frame your favorite things from art prints to posters to the photos on your phone. So cool. Here's how it works. Just go to framebridge.com, upload your photo from your computer or directly from your Instagram feed. I love that. Mm-hmm. For them to print. Or if you have a physical item like ticket stubs, art prints, posters, whatever... Uh, they'll provide secure prepaid packaging so you can mail it in faux free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Preview your item online in any frame style. Choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. So talented. They are. Um, so this expert team at FrameBridge will custom frame your item in days. Mm-hmm. Uh, normal framing places take weeks or months. FrameBridge gets it done in days. It's amazing. Um, and they deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang on the wall. Um, the best part, instead of hundreds that you would pay at a traditional framing store, FrameBridge's prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. 
Um, and plus, our listeners will get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when they use our promo code GALS, G-A-L-S. Uh, one more thing about Framebridge, and I truly love this company. Um, all of my walls are littered with Framebridge pieces. Um <laughs> They really Frame, are. They really are. Framebridge has thousands of five-star reviews, including mine, um, and even offers a happiness guarantee if for any reason you aren't 100% satisfied with your order, just let them know and they will make it right. They're seriously they're really, amazing. Yeah, they're very customer-friendly and they want you to be really happy with your piece. Mm-hmm. And if you've been mm-hmm. following me on any social media, you've been seeing that I've been decorating my new apartment. And Framebridge pieces are like 90% of my walls right now. Uh, Ever since we started running this promo, I got an opportunity to test out their service. And since then, I have spent too much money on all (laughs) kinds of Framebridge pieces. And it is. It's so fast. They do such a beautiful job. Um, Recently, one of our amazing Happy Hour members, Carolyn Gurk, drew a beautiful tribute piece to my sweet dog, Burke. And I went so overboard and extra and got it, like, framed in this gilded, insane, (laughs) like, huge frame. It's the biggest piece in my house, and I am obsessed with it. And it was, like, 120 bucks total to have it perfectly, beautifully framed. It comes with all the hardware. I just popped it up on the wall. It's, like, this big, gold, sturdy, stunning frame. I just, I'm so happy with it, and it's so freaking reasonably priced. Can't recommend it's like it Louis the Fourteenth Versailles <laughs> yeah. styled homage to it's Burke. It's over the crazy. Top. It's beautiful. So gotta and it would have been like three times that price at a traditional. Frame. Oh, easily, oh, yeah. easily. So get started framing your photos or art today. Just go to Framebridge.com promo code GALS G A L S. Again, that's Framebridge.com F R A M E B R I D G E. Dot com using that promo code GALS to get 15% off your first order. Run, don't walk on your rascal scooter. Go now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, and now a word from our... Another, <laughs> our another sponsor. Another, another, sponsor. <laughs> Zola is the wedding company that will do anything for love. Like Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. They are. She's fine, you guys. She's fine. <laughs> they are reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in our couple's lives even happier. From engagement to wedding and decorating your first home, Zola is there combining compassionate customer service with modern tools and technology, all in the service of love. <laughs> it is free, it is easy to use, and you know what? It's kind of fun. Zola Registry has everything you love about your favorite department store, plus things like honeymoon funds, fitness classes, wine subscriptions, yes, and so much more. (laughs) This has been super convenient, especially with Kenyon getting married um, overseas. We can contribute to, like, Mm -hmm. group gifts, all kinds of different um, gifts and experiences, cash funds, things that she has registered for. They have over 500 top brands and over 50,000 possible gifts, experiences, cash funds, etc. that you can choose from. And Zola has a free suite of wedding planning tools, including free wedding websites. Um, and again, this group gifting feature, a lot of us have been using mm-hmm. to like help out with uh, Kenan and Zach's honeymoon. This lets multiple guests contribute to big ticket gifts. So it's really awesome. You're not just pigeonholed into like going to a Macy's and, you know, only getting mm-hmm. dishes. Like there are all these cool experiences and dinners out and things that you could actually register for. 
which is probably especially convenient for Kenyan living overseas. Oh my god. It Zola has saved me. Um, basically, I don't I don't know what we would have done living in a different country and having all of our friends and family living back in the States. I don't know what we would have done for a registry otherwise. Um, but Zola makes it super easy to not only register for their 50,000 items that they have in their inventory, which are super well edited. And basically everything is cute and amazing and something that you would actually want and if you have good taste. Um, but you can also register for <laughs> things outside of their registry and it's super easy. So anything, anything on the internet you can add to your Zola registry. Also, uh, we have a honeymoon fund set up as part of our registry, so people can donate any amount of, of cash, basically, to that, uh, which is super amazing. Uh, what else? Oh, our wedding website is through Zola, and they make it really easy to track RSVPs, which has been incredibly helpful uh, because... We couldn't have people just mail back a physical RSVP. No. Uh, so we're doing all of this via Zola online, and it's actually been easier and more convenient. I freaking love them. Yep. So to sign up with Zola and receive a $50 credit towards your registry, that's a lot. Um, go to, that's a lot of dish towels, yeah. y'all. Um, go to Zola.com forward slash gals. That is Z-O-L-A.com forward slash G-A-L-S. And again, when you sign up with Zola, you get $50 credit towards your registry, uh, which is amazing. Treat your nuptials. (laughs) (laughs) I want to create a Zola just for like marrying myself. Do it. Yeah. On it. I contribute. Let's wrap this yeah. up so I can get to work on my wedding website. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. <sighs> Ready for this? I don't think so. I'm not either. Okay. <laughs> so, Attili, quote, Tilly, Burick. Was a Polish American living in Chicago in the 1900s. Lots of Polish (laughs) names in this story, and I can clearly pronounce none of them. So buckle up. (laughs) Polish names. So Tilly was born in Poland and came to the United States as an infant with her parents. Um, Tilly married her first husband, John Mitkiewicz. Nailed it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And that was around 1890 that they wed. In 1914, he died after a short illness. The death certificate so was... they were married for a while. They were. She was kind of a... We'll get to it, but she was a bit of a late bloomer, as the papers okay. said about her. Um, Into her profession. Yeah. The death certificate was listing the cause of death as heart trouble, which I love how official that is. Um... <laughs> And she quickly remarried Joseph Raskowski, who lived nearby. He also died in short order, as did her Mm. next boyfriend, who had, quote, jilted her. So that's three in a row in pretty rapid succession. Okay, Mm. okay. This can only end well. Mm -hmm. Neighbors called Tilly a psychic. 
because she had an uncanny talent of foreseeing the future. Better put, she was able to discern, saying it came to her in dreams, almost the exact dates of death for all of her husbands, as well as certain neighbors on her block. All what? of her husbands? <laughs> yep. Why, why How would many? she broadcast that? <laughs> I really think Mankowitz is going to die on Tuesday. I mean, Why would she say that? It's a great cover in the early 1900s. How oh do you know God. when your husbands are going to die? Oh, I have these dreams. I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my fingers. I feel <laughs> it in my toes. Anyway. You're kind of also securing like a con artist career oh, for afterwards. Sure. Oh, for sure. True. True. Make that make that dolo. So her yeah. habit <laughs> began rather late in the, the game for the average black widow. She started around mm-hmm. age 49. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the year was 1919 when she predicted the death of her husband, John Mitkovich. Um, they had been together for 30 years. Um, and she told a friend she dreamed of finding his corpse on a certain day a few weeks ahead. And sure enough. Yeah. John fell ill on the named morning and died that night. This is Ooh. how Lucy's husband is gonna go. One hundred percent. I mean, I do have very vivid dreams. Uh-huh. You do uh, frequently about corpses. Yep. So the acquaintance to whom she had confi- confided her premonition was in awe, especially to see that Tilly flew to the insurance company almost immediately for the life insurance <laughs> check. On her broom? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the lack of patience. I know. That murderers exhibit astounds it's me. It's like the most yeah, telling like, thing to run you to the insurance company. You could get away with it, like, with you a know, little patience. Yeah. With a little patience. Well, and certainly the life insurance thing. In modern like, day, God, chill out. Like as someone who is now the child of a widow. Hi, mom. The insurance company hey. is going to contact you. Like, yeah. it doesn't take that long for that to play out. Just wait. Just Slow wait. Your roll. Take a chill pill. Do what my mom did and pretend to mourn. <laughs> And no one will ever know (laughs) that she actually did it. Right, Mom? She she was so pissed that she had to pay for an ambulance to cart your dad away. I don't think she paid for it. She lives a block from the funeral home where my father was cared for and cremated. And an ambulance had to take him there because she wasn't going to drag him in his fucking like office chair on wheels down the block. And they sent I mean, her a bill. They sent her a bill for like a thousand dollars. She was like, fuck that. I'm not paying that shit. <laughs> also, <laughs> a quick anecdote. It's one of my favorite stories ever. And maybe I've told it before, but I can't help it. Um, my dad, after post-mortem, kept getting letters from the state to like appear for jury duty or some shit. And <laughs> my mom didn't Perfect even bother timing. opening them because really any mail that was going to him that wasn't obviously like a bill was just not, mm-hmm. you know, not worth opening. Yeah, on her so radar. She, he, he'd yeah. gotten three notices and no response. So finally a police officer showed up at her door. Oh my God. Looking for my dad being like, basically he failed to respond for jury duty, which is 
illegal, you could, be, you could be yeah. arrested and then you have to post bail. So my mom was like, <laughs> she's like, in the back of my head, I thought, sure, I'll go get him for for you. I was going to grab like his little thing of ashes and bring him to the door. But she just had to tell this like, rookie New Jersey cop that they'd been trying to summon a dead man for jury duty for like four months. I was like, that is amazing. So Don't they have a check? I mean, that? that's what we like said. We're like, isn't there an online database where you could just mark no. a little box that says deceased and shouldn't the state be doing that shit? I doubt those <laughs> systems are integrated. Probably at not. All. But anyway, so no. all you got to do is bide your time and then no one will know that you killed your husband. It's really the long and short. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this part this part comes from uh, some magazine or news articles from the early 1900s that I drummed up. And so I wanted to keep it the way that it was because fucking patriarchy and this kind of cracked me up. <clears throat> yeah. Quote, Tilly liked men and she didn't remain in grief for long. Oh. <laughs> Before two months were up, she married laborer John Raskowski. Too, sadly, Raskowski swiftly became the subject of another of Tilly's nighttime reveries. That is what she told neighbors on her block. Those who laughed at the biddies forewarning, alarmed when husband number two indeed keeled over on the figure date. Oh, oh my God. My. Mm-hmm. This is so well written. Arrest this woman. Frank Kupchik. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Polish names are so challenging. <laughs> really hard. The hardest. It ha- this name has like 18 Z's and K's in it. It makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> Frank it's Kupchik came next, shortly thereafter, to the altar for his marriage and back to the altar in his coffin six months later. <gasps> oh. Like Mitkovich so and Rakowski, Kupskich had been a man of means. His bride had seen to that, and she had also seen to it that his life insurance policy entitled her to sole beneficiary benefits before she peppered his vegetable soup with arsenic. Oh. Within a year. It's always soup. It's always soup, and it's, it's always never like arsenic. It's a nice steak. <laughs> Couldn't have been a ribeye. It's got to dissolve. Yeah, it's got to dissolve. It's got to dissolve. I, mm. But if you put, like, a really nice sass on that ribeye, you can dissolve the arsenic in the sass. Yeah. I mean, get Have creative. the patience to make a roux. Mm-hmm. It all comes down to patience, honestly. Have the patience to make a roux. A nice jus. Mm-hmm. Within a year. Some sort of reduction. Tilly had taken the vows again to Joseph Guchkowski. Yeah. Who is marrying her? Who does not know in this town <laughs> several what she's about? Several men. She's like this. one after another, too. Mm-hmm. So she took the vows again to Joseph and then attended his funeral, feigning incredulity at her ill luck and cursing her ominous dreams for all to hear. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tilly had been verbal. Oh, darn. Yeah. Tilly had been <laughs> verbal about his death, too, in advance. It is believed she even told the victim himself, who laughed at her. Now, with her third foretelling <laughs> proven correct, that seer had gained a local notoriety. Cha. Mm. <coughs> Quote, one, one. What number are we on? Is this the fourth? This is five. Four. Third husband that she killed, but she also killed a boyfriend, too. So this is number four. Okay. <laughs> Quote, one wonders how Gbrick was able to attract husbands, given her <laughs> chilling reputation. I mean, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, one does wonder. Yeah, one does. Those who knew her began to avoid her when they saw her nearing on the sidewalk. They did not want to hear about their own death. Um, they just plug their ears and run yep. away. La, 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 la. I can't see you, Tilly. I can't see you. I can't hear you. You're done. Old world superstition. Old Old world superstition, maybe, but they had good cause to recoil. It was common knowledge that she had had a vision of a terrible plague striking a particular family on the block. The offshoot being that within weeks, the family's three children died agonizing deaths. Oh no, why did she hate this family? What the rumor didn't relay was that Tilly and that family had had a heated argument days before her prediction. Oh, oh my God. She's just a full-on psychopath. Yeah. So soon after this, she meets Anton Kilmek, and the Kilmek family grew worried when he decided to marry her, uh, yeah. quote, chucking practicality and marrying Tilly in 1921. Okay. Chucking mm-hmm. practicality. So again, I am reading this from an actual newspaper article that was published okay. in like 1930 something. And there's a okay. quote in, in here the US? that is written in a frenetic Polish accent. Yeah. Oh, it's written like this way newspaper in the, Yes, it's casual <clears throat> racism against Polish people. Oh my and God. this is how it is written. I am not creating this. It is how it's written. <laughs> we are not endorsing this. No, I just couldn't we believe it. We are enjoying it. it so I had to but keep we are it. not endorsing <laughs> it. Correct. <clears throat> she is a good woman, he shouted back at more local folks. Oh, no. And I'm a healthy man oh. that intends to stay healthy. Healthy? Healthy. Healthy. Oh, oh no. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the healthy man and the new Mrs. Klimek co-signed a last will and testament, leaving all their possessions to each other. How romantic. Mm-hmm. And the oh healthy man turned feeble overnight. <laughs> <laughs> so the ink's no dry patience. on that new will and testament, and all of a sudden, he's not so healthy anymore. When he was near the point of death, his family did what Tilly was not doing. They rushed him to a hospital, duh, just in the nick of time. He lived, but an examination showed that he had ingested poison by the tablespoons, and the hospital notified the police department. That's a lot of poison. Yeah. Faced with the possibility of having her former husband's remains unearthed, so all three husbands, not the boyfriend that she had previously killed, they were going to exhume them and give more. Yeah, and this was the first guy brought to the hospital. Correct. And if that had happened, she would have been charged with three murders. Tilly just went ahead and confessed to poisoning Klimek to avoid okay. that happening. Okay. So one attempted murder versus... Correct. One attempted murder and three actual murders. Mm-hmm. Um, an actress to the last, she stood up in the Cook County courthouse, so again, Chicago reference, as if in a trance chanting that the netherworld defied the mortals to send her to her death. She would not be executed for her crimes, she oathed, but it was the law's turn now to be prophetic. It promised to keep her in prison for the remainder of her life. The prophecy came true. She was convicted for the murder of Frank, never charged for the others, but was sentenced to life in prison, and she died there on November 20th, 1936. 
Jesus. So th- Which one was Frank? Frank, Frank was her was third husband. Kup, Kupchik. Yeah, Kupchik. Okay. Here's her list of victims. Uh, some that were like confirmed and some that are not confirmed, Suspected. but like she totally did it. So Joseph Mitchkovich, her first husband, mm-hmm. killed with arsenic, and he added a thousand dollar insurance policy. Joseph Rakowski, oh. her second husband, arsenic again. Uh, she got a two thousand dollar cash insurance policy from that. Frank Kupchik, third husband, arsenic again. Uh, got a thousand dollars in insurance. Joseph Grantkowski, that was the boyfriend that was in there, the jilting boyfriend. Uh huh. Mrs. Rose. No money for that one. No, no money because they weren't no, married. No, they weren't married. Mm-hmm. Mrs. She just wanted to kill him. Exactly. Mrs. Rose. He jilted her. Chudzinski, her cousin, who died after attending <laughs> Tilly and Frank's wedding party. <laughs> Helen. What'd she do? Helen Zarchuski, cousin, killed at age fifteen. Stanley oh Zarchuski, cousin, died at age 16. Stella oh Zarchuski, cousin, died at 23. Um, oh my God. Tilly apparently, cared for, Tilly apparently cared for all of them when they were sick, and then all of a sudden they died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cared for. <coughs> uh, quote Jesus. A guy who went by Myers, who was just like a lover of hers, who went missing in March of t- 1923, was never found. Wojek Strummer, a friend's husband, or a, another cousin's husband, who her cousin Nellie was like actually brought to trial alongside Tilly because she had information it was considered like complicit. But I don't think she was okay. ever uh, sentenced to prison or anything. Convicted. I don't. I don't think she ever actually was convicted. But I didn't look too deep into it. I only cared about Tilly. Um, mm-hmm. Dorothy Spira, a granddaughter of a neighbor, died at age two. Sophie Strummer, oh. another, I think this is that family. Yeah, Sophie Strummer, Ben Strummer. Uh, Sophie and Ben were twins. Uh, so I think that was the family in the neighborhood. Joseph, the husband, poisoned but recovered. Uh, yeah, there's like a bunch of other people. John Stru- Sturmer, Rose Split. Stell Grantowski, sister of a former boyfriend of Tilly's. Uh, Mick Mikio, Nick Mick Mikio, a cousin. She like killed all of her cousins. Bessie Kupchik, yeah. sister-in-law. So her, her wife's, or her husband's sister. She tried to, it sounds like she got really sick after eating some of Tilly's cooking and then recovered. So she didn't die. Oh, oh she was, so she was a close call. Mm-hmm. And Lillian Sturmer. So she really tried to take out the Sturmer family. Um, mm-hmm. Deathly yeah. sick again from food and suffered heart trouble, but didn't die. So twenty victims Yikes. and like a handful of deaths. Jeez. Oh my god! Yeah, that is nuts. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap! Crazy. And then shit. she opened a cafe <laughs> where she served food to all the locals. It was called Arsenic and Old Lace Cafe. <laughs> It's called Welcome Cousins Cafe. <laughs> when you're here, you're cousins. Instead of kissing cousins, killing oh, cousins no. the cafe. Killing cousins cafe. Oh, so that's God. Tilly that for you. Tilly. Wow. But don't worry, wow. she's right. dead, you guys. She's gone. She is a monster. Yeah. Well, she's the special worst. thanks this week to, to Tilly. Tilly. <laughs> to people who can pronounce Polish names. Yes, I can't. Special thanks. Also to Megan 
Worrell. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Thank you for your support on Patreon.com. And Brittany mm -hmm. Wepler, thank you for your support. You make me wep. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you to Jeff Watson. What's Woo! with your generosity? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, son? What's new, pussycat? Whoa, whoa, All right. whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, special thanks to Ryan Ross. Oh, that's my friend. You are the Rick Ross of our hearts. Hi, Ryan. Love you. Uh, as well as Karen <laughs> Ann Williamson, you are... A person with three names. <laughs> Nailed Can't it. Can't win them all. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, thank you, Katie Motika. Ooh. Motika. Motichka. Motika. Motchkitchka. You might be Russian. Russian into our hearts. <laughs> thank you for your Wait donation. from Russia. Bitch, mm -hmm. why you Russian? <laughs> <laughs> um, special thanks. Wait, is it my turn? Yes. Yeah. To Christy LaValley. Uh, ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no, ain't no La Valley low, low enough. enough. We dance around <laughs> my old apartment to that song just yeah, a week we ago. Um, Kyle and Matthew Egan Slater, you are couple goals. Thank you so yes. much for your donation. We love you. Love it. Uh, Shelby Bryant, Shelby, drink your juice. <laughs> Thank you so much for your donation. Thanks for buying us juice, yep. Shelby. Thanks for Bryant us juice. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bonnie S. Smith. You have an old-timey name, and I really appreciate it. Thank Southern. you for is your this support. Not the, is this not the exact name of your old fake ID, Kenyon? <laughs> no, my be. old fake ID was, was Bonnie and then other names, oh, okay. but I do appreciate a good Bonnie. I've had a few <laughs> amazing Bonnies in my life. Done. Oh, my friend from college was Bonnie. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Cute. Cool. Bon. Okay. Rachel Forrest, you are... A forest. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you we for your We can't see the, see trees, the trees through your yep. forest. It's too hard. <laughs> of generosity. <laughs> Emily Uzar. Uzar. Mm. Uzar amazing. Mm. As <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Sylvia Springer. Oh, that's my other friend. She's living in Finland right now. Oh, yeah. Tough. Wait. No. no. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> sure. I actually don't know. Finland. There's no way to know. There is no way There's to know. There's no way to know. How we to are Finnish. a candy family. Mm. Oh, it's my turn. Sarah, yeah. you don't need any other name, and you don't need an H on the end of your name, but we do need nope. to thank you for your donation. You are a minimalist, <laughs> yep. and we love we it. We really do. <laughs> You know what else we love? When people increase their pledges from $1 a month to $5 yeah. a month. Like Julie Gallagher. <laughs> yes. Get it, girl. Like the, I don't know what Julie You're a gal, is. a girl that we love. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Great. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is it my Kenyan? turn? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Longo, Ooh. you also increased your pledge from $1 to $5 a month. And, um... I'm currently reading a book about a character with your last name. Go check out 
Well, I don't know what the English title of it is. It's a book in French, but oh you're amazing. Oh, God. Jesus of course Christ. it is. Anyway, <laughs> Harriet, shown, you've shown <laughs> us your generosity with your wonderful donation increase. Thank you so much. Oh, same. Oh, $10 Ooh. a month from Misty Mysteriously with no last name. Mm -hmm. You will be getting a fucking patriarchy flexible wine I glass in the mail. I bet Cal, and it's just Mr. Cal. <laughs> oh my God! With the K, yeah. Mystic Cow. Do you think Mystic Cow is it. giving oh. to us on Patreon, you guys? I Absolutely. Would die of happiness. Absolutely. Um, I think there's no other way to explain that. <laughs> Shout out to Alyssa Die D Y E, aka Flip Wizard McGay. I love you. I love <laughs> you so much. No, I no don't need understand to it, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you to Jesse Powell. My husband and I gave money to Colin Powell at $10 a month. <laughs> You'll be getting a free fucking patriarchy wine glass in the mail. Yes. As will Mallory Hubbard, who may or may not live in a cupboard. <laughs> but you know what? We'll <laughs> live in a cupboard soon. <laughs> soon your flexible wine glass will live in your cupboard. Yes. <laughs> Uh, as wills Amy Iman. Iman, we love you. I can't believe you didn't go with a Hyman <laughs> joke. Oh, she probably gets that enough. I mean, <laughs> as does Molly Casanova. You've romanced oh. us to completion. Thank you for your donation. Oh. <laughs> as has Alejandra Cromer. I'm Cromering. A couple of raging Cromers <laughs> over here. <laughs> So good. <laughs> raging of raging, speaking of raging Cromers, Lucy, not God this Lucy, I presume, but I am Lucy, not paying someone's us. golden retriever, is donating $10 a month. Good girl. You're a good oh. girl. Who's a good girl? Who's the best girl? I hate all of you. And thank you, Larry Harada, for your $10 a month donation as well. Ah, and thank you also to Lori Sido. Sido, Black Widow. Oh my God! It oh. all circles back. It also, uh -huh. yes, amazing. Thank you so much, Lori. And Kirsten Lockmiller, we want to <coughs> lock you down, Kirsten, because you're our girl. Nailed I it. Got nothing. I got it. I got you. <laughs> um, M and E Bridal. I'm assuming this is some sort of incredible company that everybody should uh, check out. This is the incredible company that sent us some awesome uh, plastic cups for Kenyan's That's bachelorette right. parties. Oh, they do uh, such good work. Such good those work. Those were awesome cups. Check okay. out. Those were so cool. I, I definitely saved them and washed them mm -hmm. and have reused them several times since then. So that's the so letter awesome. M ampersand letter E bridal. So check them out. I don't have like a website that I can list for you, but maybe do a little Google search because they make some really great I products. I know they're on Instagram too. Fantastic. So yeah. And thank you for sending us those glasses and thank you for your donation. Mm -hmm. Also thank you to Jackie Sear. Sire. Sear. Who mm. might be seeing our untimely demise. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening before all of your eyes right uh, now, everyone. J Jackie increased their pledge from five dollars to ten dollars a month. So thank you so much for that. Yes. All right, kicking off the Trash Queen Woo! tier. 
And if you are new to the podcast, this tier started as a joke, quickly became a very popular Yeah, option. not a joke. <laughs> um, basically, not a joke. somebody invented that they were going to just create their own tier of $15 a month, which we didn't previously have. And we were like, ha, 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 we're going to send you something extra in the mail, but it's going to be free, like trash from Lucy's house. And it's going to be garbage like, from my house. Mm-hmm. And people jumped on board. I mean, which is you my have favorite. mailed out since a lot of trash. <laughs> like, since we started this podcast, the Trash Queen tier level is my favorite. It's I love so it, good. yeah. Who's first? So, big shout out to Kelly Van Pret. Ooh, trash queen. You're Whoa, gonna, trash you're gonna get queen. some Van trash mm. in the mail, and we love it. So are you, <laughs> Megan Amanda Freeman? Keep an eye out for your garbage. <laughs> Hot Chinatown garbage. I'll be packing up my ex relationship and sending it to you in a box. (laughs) All of Dan's belongings are going to be part of the trash. I burned most charred t shirts. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. Uh, And Sarah Miller was so motivated to receive some dusty trash that she increased her pledge from $10 to $15 a month. Yes. I love it. Thank you, Sarah. We love your enthusiasm Mm -hmm. and dedication. (laughs) And here we have some once-off. So if you don't want to commit, like some people we know. This is the Dan tier of donating. (laughs) (laughs) If you donate a once-off. You, oh, no. To a monthly donation, you can purchase a donation via our online store, wineandcrimepodcast.bigcartel.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mary Ninnis did that for $25 once off. So thank you, Mary. God bless you. We need you. We're going to move on. As did Max Ritter, who would like to shout out Lucy Murphy and their upcoming fantasy author, future nurse extraordinaire adventures. Keep doing the hard work, Lucy Murphy. That sounds like a lot. You're writing a yeah. fantasy novel and you're becoming a nurse. That's freaking amazing. Congrats to you. Yeah. Oh my and God. thank you, Max, yeah. so much for making your donation. Yes. And last but definitely not least, oh. mm-hmm. uh, our friend Peter Tatsuda yeah, gave us Peter. a generous $100 once-off donation. Wow. He also came to our Des Moines meetup oh, a couple weeks ago. It was awesome. so great. Yeah. He lives in Des Moines. He's a good friend of mine. Hi, Peter. Thank you he's so much. And gorgeous. Just he's saying. also very attractive. Hi. Uh, yeah. Peter says, Hi. thank you for the amazing crime stories, wine education, cheer, and funny accents. You're so welcome, Peter. Catch us you in your mouth. I'll anytime. give you a treat. <laughs> yeah, I'll regale Peter. you with my accent anytime. We love you. Cute. Think they heard us? Um, I got some. I got some. <laughs> <laughs> Don't and listen to her. Course. She lives two trailers over. Okay. <laughs> and of course, special thanks to our sponsor, Talkspace. Talkspace yes. is the online therapy company that puts up with us. We don't Woo. know why. They're paid to do it. Obviously, don't <laughs> listen to the show. Yeah. For $30 off your first month of Talkspace, go to Talkspace.com forward slash gals. Treat your brain. Yes. Treat it. Love you all. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kali Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. 
If you have wine recommendations or creepy true crime stories to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your podcasts. More importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really is the best way to spread the word. We are a totally independent show, so if you'd like to support us and get a shout-out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers! JudgeCast. Hi, I'm Jo. And I'm Jay. And together that makes... Judge. And we are... JudgeCast. We're writers who podcast all about screenwriting, pop culture, and more. We also happen to be married. Whether it's weekly breakdowns of event TV, special episodes looking at themes like women in film, or how nostalgia shapes scripts, we leave no stone unturned in our quest to find some way to keep this marriage alive. Alongside our regularly scheduled programming, we also bring you State of the Sitcom, a weekly miniseries covering everything from I Love Lucy through to Rick and Morty, with a plethora of special guests. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and all the usual podcast sites. We also give Katie Perry a run for her money on social media. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dodgecast. Keep, Keep it, it cricket. cricket.